Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, beautiful humans. Welcome to episode 25 of Gravitation, and you may or may not know, it is the best day of the year. Happy Halloween! Yeah! What are you doing tonight? Because I'm going out, and I really shouldn't be, because I really do not feel very well at all. You may or may not be able to hear in my voice that I have my Halloween costume stored in my throat, and that is a frog. I sound like a frog. I am a frog. It's all going very well. Um, so I'll keep it short and sweet as I know you're all in a rush to go out and get fucking crunk. I know I am. Um, so this episode is with a fantastic lady, a very powerful woman who has a lot to say and I love women that have things to say, especially on specific issues, especially on very important issues. This fantastic lady uh, came down to the last disgrace and we recorded it beforehand. And she is the fucking badass Nehru suicide. We talk a lot about uh, body confidence and social issues and it's a really invigorating episode and you are going to fucking love it. You're going to love it, love it, love it, love it. And uh, yeah, I won't keep you hanging around. Like I say, there are plenty of other more fun and spooky things to be doing. So if you want to find me on social media... That is Instagram and Twitter, not Facebook, because we aren't friends anymore. You can find me at Cats and Crows, K-A-T-S-A-N-D-C-R-O-W-S. And uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you know what would be fucking fantastic? If you could, please, please, please leave me a five-star rating, and if you have the time, a written review. All this does is help more people discover Crovisation and spread our girl power message to the far, far corners of the globe. And that is what we want to do, isn't it, guys? Oh, yes. All right, beautiful human beings. Without further ado, please welcome the amazing Nehru Suicide to episode 25 of Crovisation. When I was growing up, all my role models were male. I didn't see anyone I could relate to in the press, online, anywhere. Now, I'm surrounded with the most phenomenal women. They've each endured unique hardships and survived. More than survived, they thrive. But still, women are not equal in the world, not represented in the media, not treated equally online, 
and still subjected to sexism in everyday life. Alternative women especially are more a hashtag than they are real humans. I want to change that. I want you to see the women I see. I want you to hear them. This is Clovisation. Hey, beautiful humans. Welcome back to Crovisation. Uh, I'm with a beautiful lady here who I've been speaking to on the internet for a long time. Uh, I've met her before at one of my club nights, um, but we've never really sat down and had a proper chat. So I thought I would bring her on today to talk about something that's very dear to her heart. Please welcome the beautiful Nehru. Hello. Hey, girl. How are you? I am very good, thank you. Good, good, good. And uh, we've got an exciting night tonight, haven't we, Nehru? We do. It's going to be awesome. We're going to party up at this place. Yeah. <laughs> You've been have you been before you went to the Boring Blitz, that's right. I've been to Blor blah, blah, blah. Blor <laughs> I've been to Blor and Blitz. Blor blah, right. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I've been to Blor and Blitz. Um I've been to the burlesque shows as well. Yes. So I've been to like a couple of them, but I've not been to Disgrace. You've not been to Disgrace. <gasps> You're gonna love this venue. It's a totally new venue. I've seen There's that. Sit down places because we're old now, we like to sit down and have a drink. I I am old now, so that's, <laughs> that's good. I'm I'm pushing thirty. I need this. No girl, you don't look at you've got such a young face. I know, but I'm 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 like twenty nine and I get ID'd everywhere I Do go. you? I know. Every time I get ID'd, I'm like, yay! <laughs> I look young again. But that's fine. But uh, yeah, Nehru, tell me a little bit about your like history with Suicide Girls. How did you like get into it? Well, um, basically, I've, I've always kind of struggled in myself with self-confidence with my parents and things. Mm. Just, and not just my parents, but just general self-confidence in myself, you know, yeah. my personal, you know, just... I'm I'm a bit rubbish, kind of general. Thing. No, <laughs> I, I know a lot of people can relate there. Yeah, and that's totally. the thing. It's one of those things that I think everyone often that's has it, those phases it? where Negative. they have that. And with, like I said, with my parents as well. And I always, you know, from kind of a teenager, you're going back to like MySpace days. Yeah, he was all over MySpace. And oh, everything. they were big on MySpace. You know, you'd look at like suicide girls being posted and things and you'd think you know they're amazing mm. they're, they're the girls you want to be you'd look at them and think that's that's what I want to be that'll make me happy that's, that's yeah. my goals kind of thing and you'd sort of think I could never I'm never going to be that though and you'd think I could never do that and I'm never going to be that but you wish you could and what, I don't, one day I just thought I'm you know I wonder what would happen if I applied for it kind of thing so I just did it and I applied and I got yeah. through to being a hopeful yay but I was kind of too scared to actually go through with anything or anything further yeah, than that. Yeah, the sets. Um, not so much because I was scared of getting naked or anything, but it was just more that I didn't think I would actually get very far. Mm. I, I didn't care if anybody saw my body, but it was just that I didn't think I would actually manage to... Didn't I didn't think, think I would turn it. pink. Yeah. I didn't think I would get very far. Aww. I didn't think, you know, it was that kind of, who, who would want to see me? No one wants to see me. Aww, <laughs> kind of thought process. So I just left it for ages. Yeah. And then I got chatting to my partner about it one day. We got talking about Suicide Girls because mm. he's always been a fan of SG as well and everything. That's awesome. And we got chatting about it and then I just mentioned, oh, I, I actually applied for them once and got through to being hopeful, but I never actually did anything. And he yeah. was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Amazing. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, that's crazy. That's awesome. And I was like, yeah, really? And he was like, yeah, like, why didn't you do it? And I, yeah. I explained why. And he was like, no, you'd be really good at it. Like, you would be really, really good. And I was like, really? Really? Me? <laughs> oh, <baby>. Me? <laughs> and, you know, he then sort of said, you know, if you want to do it, do it. Like, if that's something you really want to do, you would be really good at it. That's I think awesome. you could do it. And so I was like, okay. 
it kind of gave me that little push, that little nug to to give it a go. And so I did it. I got in touch with Gemma Edwards because I knew she was Amazing, the staff yeah. photographer. Um, at the time, we only had the one staff mm-hmm. photographer here. Um, did a bit of research and stuff on how it all works and on who is the best person to shoot with. Mm-hmm. And now I'm here. Yes. <laughs> this and is we're like so happy to have you. two, three years later or something. Yes, girl. And it's crazy. Like I said, looking like back then, I never thought that I would have gotten as far as what I have. And I'm, yeah. I still look back at it and think, how did that, how did that happen? <laughs> people always ask, people often like, you know, other girls and things, they message me and they say, you know, like how... You know how do you how how have you managed to get to where you were? How have you managed to do so well? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> really, I feel um, like I just kind of got a bit lucky. No, I think it's because you have so much personality. Thank you. I really do. <laughs> Suicide Girls is all obviously, as we all know, it's not about the looks. It's more about like who you are as a person. Exactly. And you've got like that integrity. You've got something about you, and you're a badass chick. This is one of those things I often say to like hopeful girls as well. Is you know when they're talking about like what should they do as a set and things like that. Mm. I always say to them, you know, you get a lot of girls who just go out, buy a set of pretty underwear and shoot in it. Yeah. And that's all very well and nice, but you can go anywhere on the internet to see pretty girl takes off clothes Absolutely. on the bed. You know, with SK, it's a bit more special, it's a bit more different. And I always say to them, you need to think of something that shows you a little bit. You need to show people a bit of who you are 100% and that's what makes Suicide Girls a bit different yeah. and that's why people want to go there and not to the thousands of other websites so that there many. are yeah so. that's exactly it I love Suicide Girls when I first joined it was um, it was the old format and there was still quite a heavy like focus on like the blogs and the forums and stuff like that and the community and it's still kind of there it's more on social media now but you're right you've really got to have like something about you yeah definitely yeah. it really helps and you know i do see a lot of girls who who do do these kind of like i said generic sets and they're really beautiful sets of course but like i said it's just that kind of this isn't telling me anything about you kind of thing i'm not getting any vibe of That's who you it. are what's going on whereas when you do see a set i mean my first set that i did i thought about it yes it's, it's simple there's nothing complicated about it. it's not like some crazy big theme going yeah. on yeah but I'm wearing a Zelda top. Amazing. I love Zelda. Like, I'm obsessed with the Zelda games. Yeah. I have a couple of Zelda tattoos, and I'm just a massive Zelda fan. <laughs> I have been since I was, like, eight, eight years old or something. Yes. And I'm playing my gold Triforce Zelda 3DS. That's cute. Yes. And so it was kind of like a, you know, it's just a little bit of, hey, everyone, look, I'm I obsessed love Zelda. with Zelda. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, though, because it gives people something to talk about, you know? Like, when you post it on social media, do you find people, like, chat to you about, like, your interests and stuff? Do you interact with them? They definitely do. And, I, you know, like I said, if you do kind of include some of that sort of stuff, people are going to pick up on it, and they're going to then, you know, they're going to say, oh, I love Zelda too. What's your favourite game? Yeah. And they're going to ask you questions like that. If they see you're playing something in a set, they're going to say, what, what are you playing in that kind of thing? And exactly. then, oh, I've played that too. Have you played this? And, and you might even get some game recommendations. Yeah. <laughs> that you haven't played and things it's it like i said it creates a bit of a conversation with people and people they don't just follow suicide girls because of they look nice they do follow them for their personality they people are attracted to people you know yeah they are attracted to like i said if they see something of themselves in that person if they see similarities you know i like that game as well Mm -hmm. i like that band as well i like doing that it makes them want to kind of follow that person a bit more. It makes Absolutely. them more interested. Really. In yeah, you're exactly right. I think it's really important, speaking of, like, starting a conversation on social media and stuff, you're quite the advocate for, like, body confidence and stuff like that, aren't you? Yes, definitely. Why, what makes you that way? Um, I think because, like I said, I, 
I always had quite low self-esteem and it took me a while to get to the point that I actually took the plunge and went and tried to have a go at doing suicide mm. girls and it's worked out well for me kind of thing. But from that, I know what it's like to feel not very good about yourself yeah. and about your appearance and so on. I've never been a kind of skinny girl as such. Uh, it's not the best. It's not the best word I like to use. Yeah, but, you know, I've never been overly slim. Mm-hmm. I've never been a size eight. Even you know when I was seventeen, eighteen, and I only weighed eight stone. I still was no smaller than a size 12 on bottoms because I have big hips. And just the way you're I, when I was six, like I said, when I was 16, and again, I was probably about eight stone around then, mm. probably a little bit under that even, I still was wearing like an E-cup bra, I think, when I was 16. Wow, like, girl. I've just, I've naturally, I've got boobs, I've yeah. got hips, I'm curvy, and it's, that's kind, just kind yeah. of me. And... No matter whether I'm, you know, at the moment I'm about 11 stone 4. And when I first started Suicide Girls, I was about 9 stone 4. So I'm about 2 stone bigger than mm. what I was. But no matter how much the weight difference is, I've never been particularly small. Yeah. I've never been big either. I wouldn't say that I'm a particularly, I'm not, you know, I'm not a particularly big person as such. I'm often referred to on social media and so on as plus size. Mm-hmm. And... I understand why I get referred to as that, which is because I don't fit the normal model category. Normally, normal being a dangerous yeah. word here, isn't it? Yeah. Normal <laughs> in stereotypical Absolutely, modeling yeah. is like a size eight or yeah. something. And if you're bigger than that, you get referred to as plus size. It's bizarre. But I actually usually can't actually shop in the plus size section of shops because of they normally start at around a 16. And yeah. It's going to be a bit too big for me at that point. Um, so it's I kind of fit in this really awkward gap in the middle yeah. where I'm not a stereotypical slim model, mm-hmm. but I'm not a plus size model. I'm just pretty much average size. I mean, the average size in the UK is is around a size 14. Yeah. And I'm a size 14. I'm basically average size. And you don't see it enough. You do not see enough, you know, you you, yeah. you see one on the other, you know, the other end of the spectrum. You see Definitely. the plus size modelling and then you see a lot of the standard stereotypical modelling mm-hmm. and you don't see girls who are a size 12 or a size 14 yeah. being on the front covers of magazines so true. and being pictured for fashion brands or high street, you know, you don't see size 12 to 14s modelling for new look even or anything no. like that at all. You don't see any of it anywhere and... It just kind of feeds into this idea that if you are that size, you're not right. Yeah. It feeds into this idea that if you are that size, you should be slimmer. You you know, you're too big like that. You're too this like that. Yeah. Your stomach's too you're big. Awkward, you're this, you yeah. know. And because, you know, if girls of that size never see models or anything like that of people their size, and when they do see it, you're getting online trolls course making nasty comments it's just going to make them think it's just going to make them feel bad about themselves and make them think there's something wrong with them when there's not it's normal it's n- everyone's different size everyone's metabolism is you know, metabolism is different everybody's you know medical history and background and exactly. everything there's is so different. many different like parts to it isn't there so many different things and you know it's fine for everybody to be slightly different so long as you're healthy. healthy. I think it's good, exactly. you know, like diff- variety is the spice of life, like people say. And I mean, I think it does get, it does get a bit old, doesn't it? Seeing like, 
it's almost fetch size in a way that you've either got the very 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 big girls or yeah. the very 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 slim girls and there's no representation in the middle so for most people I, I assume it's most of the population that is an average size that's yeah how it becomes an average it's completely just swept under the blanket it basically is it is just kind of Let's push that to one side. Yeah, because you can't make money out of it, really. It's not like an extreme view. It doesn't, like, make people talk about it so much. And it's almost... When you think about it like that, it is this kind of, you know, the the media and so on, and in the capitalist society that we live in, Mm. we're constantly being sold things to. Mm -hmm. You know, when you look back and you actually think about it, like, go back 50, 60, 70, 80 years, and actually the kind of slim sort of figure of perfection that we tend to see in Mm. the media these days that's not what was idolized in the past in the past it wasn't that at all and it's only quite recently that that's what's come into effect exactly and it's really since kind of the boom of capitalism and and modern day society that suddenly that's become the thing that's pushed at us by the media as something to aspire to 100% and when you think about it like how you know how many things in adverts are we sold to try and make our stomachs look flatter and slimmer, to make our wrinkles go away, mm. to make this go away, to make that go away. Make to, this bigger, you know, make this smaller. Exactly, like, yeah. when you actually sit there and think about how much money you spend on things... Which so much. ...actually aren't normal and aren't natural, because of you'll then spend your entire lives trying to achieve this look which doesn't really exist in the real doesn't world. Doesn't the Kim Kardashian kind of model, but... Exactly. ...surgically achieved, you know? Which is fine. If it's you want to do that, that's fine. Yeah, but if you want to so do that... for but... other people to aspire exactly Constantly. if it you know when it comes to surgery and things like that if someone wants to get something power to them absolutely do what do you it. want to do as long as you're doing it for yourself exactly do mm. it for the right reasons and like i said just stop and think about you know like i said the the body ideals that we are pushed upon us yeah and you know am i doing this because society tells me that this is what i'm supposed to look like in order to look nice you mm. know is that the am i trying to like you know get to some unachievable image which isn't really real because of that sort of society is telling me or That's am I it. doing it just because of I actually genuinely like that and if it's because you genuinely like it and it's nothing to do with that then fair enough go but if it. it if it you know if you when you stop and think about it you kind of go hmm, hmm and you have a second thought yeah. then maybe kind of take a step back and take a bit of a look, look at yourself inside. yeah 100% like I think it's it's so unhealthy because um, if you are aspiring to that societal kind of view, you'll do something to modify yourself and then you'll find something else to obsess over. Exactly. Like, it's never going to end. You'll never truly be happy because there's always going to be something else that someone's going to poke a little hole at. Yeah. There's always going to be flaws being pointed out to 100%. you. 100%. And that someone's going to go, oh, well, that's great that you fixed that, but what about that? Mm, I think <laughs> fashion has changed as well, don't they? Like, I remember when I first became a model, big boobs were very much the thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've got larger than... Um, I've larger than average boobs for like my size frame. Yes, definitely. But boobs are out of fashion now. Really, like but people still me. love boobs. <laughs> <laughs> you got like, a lot of boobs. <laughs> but like it's the Kim K hips now, really, mm. that are in, aren't they? Like, yeah, it's eyebrows. just gonna keep changing and fierce eyebrows. Eyebrows. Yeah. Like back in the day, back in like the nineties. It was all like the pencil, tiny, thin, I had eyebrows all my way. It's like <laughs> it's you know fuller. Yeah, um, like I said, big all, lips. all the girls back in the day who plucked their eyebrows to death me, to achieve that, that. Me. <laughs> now have no eyebrows. Because... Oh, I know. I have my tattooed on, which I'm really grateful for. But it's just one thing after another. You just keep constantly chasing this thing, don't you? Exactly. Oh. Well, how do you how do you find like um, the reaction like online and stuff when you talk about body positivity? In general, it's amazing. Yeah. Overall, um, 
I mean, I get so many messages from girls and things. Love and that. It, it really, really touches me. And it, like I said, it's one of the reasons why I want to do it. And so if I get a message from a girl who says, you know, I'm the same sort of size as you and I've always felt really bad about myself and felt like I was too big or felt like I didn't really look that great and really self-conscious. And then I've seen your pictures and I think you look amazing. And when I actually look, you're the same size as me and it's made me feel a lot better about myself. That's and so nice. Like that. It's really warm my heart. It really is. It's so nice. And it just makes like I've... It's so nice. Obviously, it's a really nice feeling for me, but I'm just so glad for them as well that yeah. they have been able to feel better about themselves. And you do generally get a really positive reaction. Like I said before, you do also get some trolls. Um, especially more so if another page posts me. Obviously, on my own Instagram, I have my own followers on there. So generally speaking, really? the people who are going to comment are people that already follow me. Um, whereas if, say, Suicide Girls post a picture of me, you're going to get a lot of people who don't follow you see it and yeah. then commenting on it. And, I mean, got some of the comments I've had have just been absolutely ridiculous. They're abhorrent, I've, aren't they? Really? Like, some people just take it too far. I've been called morbidly obese. and I mean, clinically yeah, incorrect. You're, I mean, you're sitting in front of me right now. Yeah. And, like, you're like, that's insane. It's just a lie. That's literally just a lie. Um, I often get things like, oh, she should stop eating so much KFC, to which I'm always like, Ugh. I'm vegan. Should I stop going to, like... <laughs> The hummus bar or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's unreal. Um, you know, I get like little cracked jokes like that and things about KFC or too much McDonald's, and I'm like, too much salad, maybe. <laughs> I just stop. Maybe I should have more McDonald's. More, maybe that's, maybe, maybe that's where you're going wrong. <laughs> um, and yeah, like I said, it's a bit. I get things like you know, oh, that's just a heart attack waiting to happen. That's Aww. oh, you know, that's early onset diabetes right now. Bizarre the link between people being a certain size and health. So people make yeah. their assumptions without really knowing the basis of any kind of science. Well, this is the thing. It's like you're base. You know, they're basing any kind of you know idea that they have on a picture of someone and it's like you don't know how tall i am you don't know how much away you've never actually seen me in person to actually see yeah my size anyway you don't know what foods i eat you don't know my blood pressure you don't know if i have any kind of medical conditions or what medications i take you know absolutely nothing and i'm like actually because of the medication that i take i get my blood pressure checked every year and that's more than most people exactly so i get it checked at least once a year and Every single time, it's literally perfect. Like, they've never... The only one time, which was years ago, mm. that it wasn't was because of it was in the morning and I hadn't had breakfast yet. Oh, <laughs> you're like, shit. And I'm like, damn it, I ruined my perfect streak. But, like, it's always perfect. I've been... You know, I often have been weighed at the doctors as well because of the medication I take. Yeah. And I've never once been told that I'm overweight by the doctor. I've never once been told after being weighed that I need to lose weight. That's I've great. Got perfect blood pressure and everything. So yeah. clearly I'm healthy. Like I said, I'm I'm vegan. You can eat unhealthily as a vegan, and sometimes I do. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right, go yeah. within your right to do so. You have your days where you just want to buy a tub of vegan Ben and Jerry's. Oh, it's and so good though. Sit and eat like the whole tub. <laughs> but you know, I don't do that every day. No. <laughs> and yeah. I do eat a lot of. You know, I do eat like a lot of vegetables and things like that. I yeah. do generally speaking eat pretty healthy. So it's like well. Actually, no, I am healthy. Where have you got this from? And you're saying all this stuff based on literally a photo of someone that you know nothing about. It's just 
it's bizarre isn't it crazy it seems weird that people want to also impose themselves upon you so much like they they kind of come in with this feign like concern mm. but actually they just really want to kind of tell you what to do oh yeah definitely like i said it's it's this we're so concerned but you know if there was a picture of a model smoking a cigarette would they have the same concern absolutely and not say, like that's such know, a great point you could get lung cancer you could get this you could get that they don't of course they they, they don't really bother you no. know and it is just like I said, it's it's very, very kind of fake. Yeah. And one of the things as well is how, you know, they act very kind of high and mighty about things and they say, you know, you clearly don't look after yourself, blah, blah, blah. You clearly eat more calories than you burn. You should exercise more. You should take more care of your body and things like that. And I just sit there and I kind of think, you know, even if I wasn't healthy... Mm. Does that make you a better person? You know, even if somebody isn't actually healthy and does just eat quite a load of rubbish, yeah. to be quite honest, you know, even if they do eat McDonald's every day and they're not very healthy, yeah. does that make you a better person than they them because of you eat That's more extra- vegetables than they do and you work out more than they do? Of course it doesn't. Like, no. you could, you know, eat the healthiest diet in the world. You could go to the gym seven days a week. You could be just hink as fuck with washboard abs <laughs> and everything but that still makes you a dickhead yeah <laughs> because of your, your personality. personality whereas the person who's actually not very healthy might be the most lovely person in the world yeah exactly you just and, don't know anything about these people you know you they are no less human than you are because if somebody's a bit bigger than you or if somebody isn't as healthy as you are or doesn't work out as much as you are they're still <coughs> a human being exactly and they don't deserve to be treated as less than human simply because of you work out more than they do. That's right. Like it's crazy. On the internet as well, like people, they lose that kind of filter, don't they? Like you would never say that to anyone they, in real life. They hide behind this <coughs> screen of anonymity uh-huh. behind their computer screens where they know there's no real consequences to That's anything. It. They know if they said, you know, they would never walk up to a woman in the street and say never. things like that to They would never walk up to a size 14 woman in the street and start telling her that she's morbidly obese and things like that. Because of... She'd probably slap them in the face and she'd probably call the police <laughs> yeah. for, like, harassment. She, she probably would that. call the police for harassment yeah. and things, you know. damn right. And, people, you know, if she was with a partner, he'd probably punch them in the face. Damn you know? fucking right. They wouldn't do it and they know that it would just be rude. Like, yeah. they wouldn't even think of doing it. But as soon as they're on the internet it's i can do what i want exactly because of nobody's actually gonna be able to do anything nobody can punch me through a computer screen. no way in it yeah you're free like you're kind of yeah consequenceless as you say yeah have you ever had any bad experiences in real life or anything at all um i'm kind of thinking real life in terms of like like i said my appearance and size mm. and things not so much for normal people my, my nan is one of these people oh just, really she's one of these people who uh <laughs> always has something to say about oh, something no. so you know, i remember going around there one time when i was younger for um i just finished work i used to work at asda and uh i was about 17 thought i'll swing by I'll, you know and just pop in and say yeah hello. be nice and as soon as i got in there she just looked me up and down and went you look like you're getting fat and your hair's horrible oh like, thanks not, not, not joking or messing around like genuine serious and i'm just oh. stood there like you're welcome for coming to visit cheers, you. Cheers, cheers. And like, it, you know, she, she's the kind of person who likes it. If you see, I haven't seen her for a while, she'll be like, you're getting fat. Oh. And you're like, Thanks. Cheers, mate. That's really going <laughs> to make me feel really, real really good. good. But, you know, other than sort of grandparents with no filter. Yeah. <laughs> um, we all have some. No, like I said, I've, I've never really had 
anyone in real That's life. Good. And I like I said, I think it's because in real life Just a, wouldn't. A it would be rude to do that anyway, even if you did think something. But mm. B, I don't think anyone would walk past, like I said, someone of my size in the street and even think anything like that anyway. They would That's never right. walk past a size fourteen person in the street and think to themselves what a disgustingly morbidly obese person who's a heart attack waiting to happen they wouldn't even think that no you wouldn't um and like i said even if they did they would never say it because that yeah. would just be plain rude whereas online it's like i said there's no filter and you do obviously get people who seem to get some kind of enjoyment out of doing it and yeah out of their way to try and do it which is really sad because of you know as far as I'm concerned, it just shows a lot more about them than it does about you. Hugely. If, if they get their enjoyment out of putting other people down, that's, you know, it's extremely narcissistic to the point of it almost is narcissistic, being... narcissistic, isn't it? It's being sociopathic, really. And it shows that they have potentially a lot of self-esteem issues of their own and don't do much of themselves. It doesn't it? Yeah. It's, it's, you know, putting other people down to make themselves feel better, you know? They get to sit there and say, you don't do this, you don't do that, you mm. don't work out, you could take care of your body like I do, and they sit there and feel better about themselves, yeah. about it. How does that make you feel better? I just, I got that kind of train of thought, <clears throat> I can't even understand it. No. I don't think I would ever feel better for being horrible to See, someone. I just, I don't understand it in general, because never, ever would I comment on somebody else's picture or something with saying something bad like I that. I know, what, I wouldn't. wouldn't. If, if I was scrolling through and... I saw some model and I thought I didn't like her hair or I thought oh I don't like the way she's done her makeup it's not it's not me it's not for me yeah. kind of thing I wouldn't do it like that I wouldn't then go and comment and go your makeup looks like shit <laughs> or it? something you I would think keep well going. I don't like it it's not how I would do it but if that's how she likes it it's fine you know, yeah, and it, who you she tell can us do what different. She, exactly she can do what she wants and you know similarly like I said if, if I scroll past and Saw a, a cosplay and I thought, oh, that's a nice. yeah, you're like, oh, that's yeah. a bit, oh, that's not very good. You know, I'm not going to go and comment on it because exactly. they might have put a lot of effort into that. Exactly. They, they might, might really like it. Out. Yeah, and you just I'm, don't know anything yeah, about them. I'm not one to come in and say that looks like shit or something because actually, that might have been them trying really hard. They might be really proud of that and really pleased with exactly. that. Exactly. And if they was to ask for feedback, if yep. they was to actually say in their post, you know can I get feedback on this? You know, what what can I do better Mm. with this kind of thing? Then I would actually maybe give some constructive criticism, actually say like, it's great. Maybe try doing this, you know, here's an idea kind of thing to try out. Not going along and saying something like that. And I, you actually do get some people who will come along and say something like, oh, you should do some more squats. And I'm like, or, <laughs> I could not. Because well, I, just, of, I don't want to. I don't want That's not what I <laughs> want to do today. they will actually then turn around and say, well, you're a model and this is like your job. So I thought, uh. I know. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm giving you constructive criticism. And and I'm like, that's not constructive criticism, that's being an ass. (laughs) In it, that's you imposing your will on me again. I fucking hate that. What do you think, what do you think we need to, yeah, people, huh? What do you think we need to do to increase the visibility of, like, different body types and stuff like that? Obviously, Instagram and social media is a great start. Definitely. Um, But, again, I think (coughs) Instagram, unfortunately, now promotes the accounts that have very kind of, like, I guess, regular body types that we see all over kind of the press stuff already. What do you think we need to do to change it? Um, I definitely think the, I mean, clothing brands and so on, I'm finding a lot more clothing brands now are starting to kind of accept the idea of using different sizes and things, lingerie brands and things like that. Mm. There's a a few um, places like Scantilly. I don't know if you've heard of them. I think so. I think I've seen Uh, it. They're they're part of Curvy Kate and they have a, they've had a, Curvy Kate had a, like a campaign pretty much every year where it's like kind of real women, real bodies. Yeah. Um, and they have all their models are like a huge range of sizes Love kind that. of thing. And they don't have washboard stomachs. They have stomachs like mine. Mm. If you've got some which might be like a size eight or a size ten, you'll have some that are more of like a sixteen to eighteen mm-hmm. or something. And when you see actual clothing companies and things like that showing different bodies and showing things on bodies that are similar to yours, it makes yeah. it easier to kind of know whether it's going to suit you or not as well. Yeah. You're kind of, Sometimes you see something that on a, it looks really nice on a size eight, but then you think that's not. I don't know if that's going to look right. It wouldn't. <laughs> no, exactly. Because everyone's body's different. So I, I definitely think you know we need to try and see more clothing brands, and it does tend to be the kind of smaller or more independent ones that start doing yeah. it. Yeah. But if more of those ones were to kind of get on board of that body positivity and work with more models and so on who are different sizes, mm. so that more places you know, people can kind of see that and more people of different sizes will actually want to buy their clothes if they see it on and it, people And surely it's in sizes. their interest of their business, isn't it? You know, you would like to think that might, that might then inspire the larger clothing brands to kind of start to follow suit and do the same. Yeah. Um, and, of course, one of the other things is magazines and stuff like that. Obviously, you don't get as many magazines in print anymore. Print mm. is becoming a... It's a dying absolutely, breed. yeah. Um, but the ones that there are... Again, you know, you've got, like, your ink mag and things like that for, like, alternative stuff yeah. and things. And, again, well, you know, when when was the last time on, like, Inked Magazine or Skin Deep or something that you saw someone literally who was bigger than a size never, 10? Literally never. Never. I was just thinking that. It's really upsetting, isn't it? Like, the diversity, I think, in the alternative community, even though we are a very, very accepting community, I think the diversity, especially with big brands like Skin Deep and Inked Magazine, yeah, very poor. It's really not there. I mean... Other diversity as well is is quite lacking in terms of race and things 100%. like that. That's like a whole other thing as well, mm. which is you know really lacking. But like I said, in terms of body shapes and sizes, you just you just don't see it, whether it's on the cover or whether it's in the pages. Yeah, it's not there. It it's doesn't true. exist. 
Um, and then you've got, of course, your other magazines that are still in print, which is more your kind of gossip magazines yeah. and things like that. We have celebrity things, which, again, it's all Kim Kardashian and all stuff like that. And it then is. it's all just, you know, journalists snapping pictures of some celebrity when she's not got makeup on and going, yeah. doesn't she look rough? Or if she's sat down or something <laughs> yeah, like that. she's got yeah, a little roll and they're like, oh my God, she's really getting porky. And you just are like... It's so damaging, oh. isn't it? Because these are all just men, I would assume, probably. But um, <laughs> I don't want to assume too heavily there. But yeah, they're just trying to make a quick buck at people's expense. When exactly. They're not, even, they're, they're not even doing anything wrong. They're just, enough, they're just being living a normal their person. You wouldn't, like I said, if you saw anyone doing that in the street yeah you bat an eye but then as soon as a celebrity does it someone takes a picture and it's massive it's, it's news huge it's, news oh my god look they've got some bags under their eyes oh, oh my, my god, god. look they've at that massive hard. spot that's come up on oh their my forehead. god oh isn't it as if they can help these things <laughs> they're just like come on people. but the problem is is that these magazines do things like that and you know they'll circle someone's thigh and be like, so zoom in on it and be oh, like, cellulite. And so weird. I don't think they should be allowed to do it, to be quite I don't honest. think so. I, I think, think it's, all, it's bullying, really. It is. It is a form of bullying to that person. And it's, again, encouraging the idea that if you don't wear makeup, if mm. you have any cellulite, if you get a role when you sit down, which everybody does. Everybody does. <laughs> that you're not normal and that you should be pointed at and laughed at. That's it. It was a publicly mockery, mocked, isn't it? basically. Shaming, isn't it? It's very archaic. It is. And it's not, like I said, it's basically encouraging that idea that it's okay to do that to people. Yeah. And I don't think it should really it's be allowed. Powerful. I think from sort of, you know, newspapers, magazines, tabloids, from kind of professional media bodies, I don't think they should be allowed to do that. I don't because think so. of it's not okay it's yeah not, it's not fair on the person that's being mocked and shamed publicly mm-hmm. but it's also not fair on then the woman who sits there and opens that magazine you know sees that zoomed in picture of the cellulite and then sits and looks down at her own leg oh. and goes oh oh i need to do something about that yeah no you don't you really it's don't. normal you don't because of like 90 percent of women have it especially yeah things like <laughs> cellulite and stuff like that's just your skin it happens to yeah. everyone it's so bizarre like <sighs> yeah it's frustrating yeah, it really is i get so angry <laughs> what do you think we need to do to change that do we need like some legislation do we need like a regulatory system or something i definitely think like i said like if there was some kind of legislation or something yeah which said that like i said media outlets yeah were not allowed to to do that sort of yeah. thing no media outlets were not allowed to sort of body shame yeah. or kind of target any particular people mm-hmm. based on something like not wearing makeup etc etc and they weren't allowed to do that anymore then you know it would kind of hopefully start to help spread the idea that actually that kind of behavior isn't okay isn't okay um and you'd get less kind of like i said less women sitting there and looking at these things and then feeling bad about themselves you know i mean like i said how many you know how many teenage girls sit there so damaging especially when you're so easily influenced at that age exactly it's like at that age you're like, emotions are all over the place mm. and you don't know what the hell's going on. No. <laughs> and, you know, you're just, you know, you do, when you're that age, you're, it's that kind of, I just want to be pretty. Of course, kind of you are, and you're like, oh, one boost bigger than the other boost, yeah. it's all going wrong. And then you look at stuff like that and it just make it, it just really it. feeds into that thinking of, this is what I need to look like. Yeah. And that's, you know, girls can really develop some serious, like, issues with their body. They can, but dysmorphia is a very serious thing. It really is. Yeah. And, it is fed so much by the media and so on. Hugely. And like I said, if, if there was some kind of legislation or something, 
that could be done to actually stop them from doing that and you know some kind of maybe even as well you know obviously you, you get it in workplaces your um sort of diversity questionnaires and so on yeah. and criteria and things like that you know maybe with media maybe with magazines and things like that there should actually be a criteria to show a certain amount of diversity so. within the magazine as well you know it represents the population you know because if there's there's plenty of you know they can't turn around and say that like there wasn't enough models that are good enough or something of that size because there's there's loads there's of so models. many there's so many models that are out there who are amazing models mm-hmm. but they're just not a size eight to they ten don't fit that box and you know they are incredible models so to say that just doesn't work it doesn't add up and if there was just like i said at least a little criteria or something that said they had to have a certain amount you know they had to show a certain range of sizes kind mm. of thing they had to show a certain range of you know race blah 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 you know to kind of fill a bit more diversity yeah. so that people could start actually seeing it a bit more i think that's a fucking great idea i love that how I do think- we do that how do we do that? That is a good question. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> Guys, if you're listening and you have any idea how we can go about... I mean, I guess we need to start a campaign or something, don't we? I guess, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. some kind of campaign. I don't know if you could even do some... Because obviously you get a lot of, um, like, petitions and things yeah. like that. Like, parliament petitions and things, don't you? That you, you can do. create. And so they can help, they can. Even creating some kind of petition or something like that and starting some kind of campaign. Maybe even at a lower level, though. We need to start just, like, talking about it. Like, we need to open up the conversation about different bodies mm-hmm. and that everybody is different and that it's accepting and... Trying to get, kind of, people who are well-known in the industry, people like yourself, mm. um, who, you know, have built up a bit of a name and a bit of a brand and so on, to then actually, you know, speak to, you know, companies and things, to speak to magazines and so on. Yeah. You know, if you ever shoot with a magazine, just say to them, why? Why, why don't you ever question have, it. you know, just start to question things and actually maybe trying to, like I said, get some of the people who have a bit more kind of clout to sort of actually speak to kind of these kinds of media outlets yeah. and just say, you know, why have you never thought about doing this kind of thing? Yeah. Why, why is there a lack of diversity here? Because of we want to see more. Yeah, I and, think that's really important. You know, Definitely. start kind of trying to just, you know, even just going directly to the magazines themselves even and just saying, actually... Hey. And even if it means starting a public campaign or something to try and get their attention, yeah. You know, if you if you started some kind of public campaign, for example, let's just pull Inked Magazine or Skin mm. Deep or something out of the hat, and you said like we want to see, yeah, uh, you know, a larger sized girl being featured in the magazine yeah. because it never happens, never, and then start that campaign and try and get people to share it and things yeah. like that. It might be enough be to get their attention, you know, yeah. if they see it being shared and so on and, and people complaining about the lack of diversity, they may actually stop and go, oh, people are kind of getting annoyed at us now, actually, yeah. almost, you know, like, we we don't want to be seen in that kind of way. Of course not. And they may then do something about it. I think that's really important. I think that's a really <laughs> fucking good point. Mm. I think we definitely need to do that because do you ever find that you don't feel, like, listened to and stuff? I know there's, obviously, there's so many campaigns for so many different things. There's so much injustice in the world. Mm-mm. Do you find body positivity takes a bit of a backseat? It definitely can do compared to a lot of other things. Yeah. Um, and I can understand why, to mm-hmm. a certain extent. You know, there are, like I said, there's so many problems in the world at the moment. Yeah, there are. I do get why, you know, it can sometimes be seen as not as important, but it is important because, like I said, the the psychological damage that it can have on people is huge. huge. It's enormous, and you know, it's not fair. 
And I do often find, like I said, as someone that doesn't fit into the kind of normal modeling category, you do, you know, I have, you know, spoken to photographers before um, who always shoot alternative models they you know they shoot a lot of suicide girls and things Mm. like that very much the style of the sort of modeling that we do but then when I've contacted them it's oh I I don't have any projects I think you'll be suitable for oh and then I see them shooting I then see them going and shooting a load more suicide girls that I know Mm. who are obviously like slimmer than me and then I look through and I'd see there's not one single girl that's That's like bigger than a size eight dodgy and you kind of you you notice it and you know you know the reason why they said no is because of you're bigger and they they're not interested and it's the same with mag like I said your contact magazines and things like that and it's oh we don't have anything that's suitable blah 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 they Such don't bullshit. make um, sample sizes of clothing and underwear in your size because yeah. they're all a size 8 or a size 10. Oh my God, yeah, that makes sense. And things like that. So again, if it's, you know, for a particular thing, you can't be involved because yeah. of they don't, they don't even They've make... They've limited yeah, you, yeah. They only have the sample sizes in like a size 10 or something like that. Um, and it mean, it makes it even harder to try and raise the awareness out there because of... You know, you're you're trying to get someone. You're trying to get photographers to work with you. You're trying yeah. to get magazines to work with you. You're trying to get clothing companies to, you know, and you're contacting them and saying, like, you know, you know, I would really like to promote That's your right. brand and as can, like a good feed too, know, yeah. As someone, you know, as a kind of body positive thing to show it, you know, your clothing mm-hmm. on different, you know, they sizes. Should love that. They should jump oh, for that. We've only, you know, our sample size that we can send out is this size. Would that fit? No, that wouldn't. Can no. we not send another I'm one? I'm a different. Human. No, we can't. Why? That's so bizarre. There's so many different bodies in the world. Like, why would they just not think of that? It seems so strange to me. Again, it's it kind of adds to that. Like you said, it's it's like kind of not being heard. Yeah. You know, because of you're crying, and you're trying to explain to them. Yes, but if you just send me a different size, da da da, da, and it's but they won't. You just kind of get basically a no. Stuck under a glass ceiling, really, aren't you? Yeah. (laughs) Fucking annoying. So, what would you say, like, to all the girls and all the people even out there that feel that they don't fit? into like the normal box that they see in the media and stuff like that um i would say that you you do fit into the box like i said there like you said earlier what is normal yeah <laughs> fucking know, dangerous word that is what is not because normal suggests that like that it's that if you're same. not that you're abnormal yeah and it's like, like but yeah. we're all different everyone's different Every no person. one's the same and like I said, actually, you know, the average size in the UK is a size 14. So if you're a size 12 yeah. or a size 14 or a size 16 and you're looking at a model that's a size 6 and thinking, oh, my God, I'm not normal. Mm. You, you're average You're size, very much normal. average. If, any, if anything's going to be normal, it's average. And know? that's not to say that someone that's a size 6 isn't normal either. Absolutely. You know, again, everyone's different. Some, you know, I know people who are like a size 6 to 8. Mm. And they're just like that naturally. They can't, they eat everything in the world. That's right. And they just never seem to put on weight. And nope. you're just like, how they're you, just Their body's different on the inside. This? They don't understand. <laughs> but everybody's different. And that's fine. Yeah. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that there is nothing wrong with being a different size to somebody else nothing at all there's nothing wrong with having cellulite or having like a little bit of like a pouch on your belly or something that's normal and actually with women women's bodies are designed 
to have more fat around their midsection to yeah. protect their reproductive organs. So it's normal. That's why women tend to have more fat on their stomach Definitely, than men do. Yeah. And around that kind of thigh the area, area and so on. It's, yeah. it's to protect all of this, basically. Mm. And again, that's normal. And there's something I read before, which I always really liked, is that you can <clears throat> look at flowers and think they're really, really pretty. Mm. And you could look at some fairy lights and think they're really, really pretty. They don't look anything like each other. But they're still both really, really beautiful in yeah. their own way. And so we take that analogy and take it to people. When you look at something, you know, if you look at a model, and I used to do this all the time, actually, um, before I kind of started and when I was a bit more insecure in myself. Yeah. Rhea, suicide. Oh, gosh, I love her. She's just, she's just goals. Isn't she? She's just goals. She's <laughs> she knows I love her. It's okay. <laughs> and uh, But I used to, like, just idolize her so much and I was just like she's perfect she's absolutely perfect and you do you look you then look at yourself and you think I don't look like that I'm never gonna look like that and you think you know if she's perfect and I look nothing like that then oh my god like I you know I'm never gonna be as good as that and so on but like I said when you take then that analogy of well like I said flowers are beautiful so are fairy lights so is the ocean so is the sky you know there's totally different things all these completely different things that are all equally beautiful just because that one person that looks like that is stunning that Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that you're not i love that i love that so much yeah it's so important as well because (laughs) i think yeah we all we're all so self-critical aren't we and it is just the media they really are people are always more critical of themselves so i think it's just in our nature isn't it I tend to find, and I get this a lot as well, like, I'll see a friend of mine who will say, like, you know, oh, I'm really unhappy with my body at the moment. I'm, I've started this new diet and this new work, like, exercise to try and make my stomach a bit better. Mm. And she'll be, a, she's already, like, a size eight or something, and I look at her and I'm like, what? Uh. And she'll, you know, she'll be like, yeah, I'm really not happy with my stomach, and I just feel like I've put on a bit too much weight, and I'll be like... If you've put on too much weight, then what? The, oh my god, I must be obese or something. <laughs> like, if you're not happy with your stomach, yeah, then I must be like a whale or something. And then, and I always get the same sort of response when this sort of thing happens: is, oh no, but you know, it it suits you to be the size you are. It suit it suits you having like you know more curves or weight on you in different areas. It doesn't suit me though. It doesn't look right on me, but it looks right on you. And I sort of sit there and think, but you, you like I said, you, you that doesn't make sense, kind of thing. No, and. It's just because people are self-critical. Yeah. They they see something on some, somebody else and they'll think that person looks amazing with it. They'll see, like I said, whether it's, you know, a bit of a bigger stomach or bigger hips or whatever it may be. Yeah. And they think, oh my God, she looks amazing. She looks so good. You put the exact same thing on themselves and suddenly they're like, mm. oh my God, oh they my God. Crumble, I'm, yeah. You know? And it is just because we we look for flaws in ourselves don't we we really do we're ter- like as human I beings do. as human beings we are just terrible we're really we're really bad at it. i think girls especially like whenever i look in the mirror i realized i did this recently i look in the mirror and when i was younger and i was a child i was more carefree i looked in the mirror and i looked myself in the eye but now when i look in the mirror i look directly at my chin where i get like acne and stuff mm. like it's the one thing that i focus on straight away and it's just something that i've created this kind of obsession in my own mind over yeah but everybody else when they're talking to me they're just looking into my eyes yeah they don't fucking notice no it's a completely you see yourself so differently oh you really do like things are so much more obvious to you like anything like I said if you've got yeah. a spot if you've got a scar somewhere or something like to you it's this massive giant thing that everyone's gonna look at yeah and you know it's like I said I've had people like they might have mentioned something like a scar or something that they're like 
really they really don't like it and they yeah. hate it and they think people are always looking at and I'm like I hadn't even noticed I it hadn't before. even noticed like, exactly I've only seen it now you've pointed it yeah. out I see it but I literally hadn't even noticed it because of like I said these flaws are yeah. such you know that we pick out we do we look for them and then we, we make do. them so much bigger in our heads than what they really are we do and most of the time they're not even flaws because of a a flaw is something that's wrong yeah it's something that's marred it's something it's an, you know it's something that shouldn't be there yeah someone. it's an imperfection yeah and it's like actually most of the you know like getting lines as we get older is seen as a flaw but that's that's normal. That's so normal. It's what's meant to happen. We're supposed. It happens to every if, single if anything, person in the world. If you didn't get, if you got to being like ninety and you still looked like you were then, twenty-one, then you're abnormal. You're actually abnormal. <laughs> There's something probably wrong with you, and you should probably go to a doctor. Or yeah, something like. check it that's, out. That's normal. So how can something that's normal and that's supposed to happen to us be a flaw? So true. Isn't like if that doesn't make when you think about it like that, you're like that doesn't even make any sense. Like doesn't this make is sense at this all. is meant this is meant to be here. So why am I picking at it and calling it a flaw and trying to get rid of it? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense at all, mate. And it's just because humans are crazy. <laughs> yeah, you and the world is fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Nero, I've had such a good time talking to you about this. This Thank is fucking you. great. I have one thing that I just remembered just then. Yeah. How do you feel about, because I saw this and I saw it was a huge media storm about it. Um, Tess Holiday was on the cover of Cosmopolitan magazine. Yeah. Is that great? My feeling on Tess Holiday, obviously she's, she's very well known. Yeah. Um, when she first started, it you know kind of blew up and got mm. you know a lot of attention and so on. And again, my thing is, so long as she's healthy, yeah, that's all that really matters. Yeah. And when you get people who are saying things like she's promoting obesity and things like that, it's like, do you really think that someone is going to look at her and think I must go down and eat a thousand McDonald's? On that's so true. To try and get to be her size, that's not going to happen. Insane. People aren't. There's going to be no like fourteen-year-old girls who look at her and go, "I'd better go and get some tubs of ice cream," <laughs> kind of thing. That's not what's going to happen no. at all. And like I said, the main thing is that she's healthy. If she's healthy, then who it doesn't matter. Yeah. If she's healthy and that's just the size that she is. Even though she does eat healthily and, and so on and so forth, yeah. people have different medical well. yeah. conditions. My 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 sister has I can never remember which way around. You've got an underactive or an overactive oh, thyroid. Yeah. One of them makes you lose weight and find it difficult to put on weight. Yeah. And one of them does the opposite. And she has the one that does the opposite. Right. So she used to be slim. She used to be about a size ten, and she's put on a lot of weight. And she can't help it. Yeah. She has medication to try and control it. Mm. But the medication can also cause weight gain and so on in it. It's it really difficult happens. when you have things like that. And, you know, like I said, we I don't know what, like, like I said, medications or medical history or anything that, that Tess Holiday may have, yeah. if any. But like I said, the main thing is, if she's healthy, if her blood pressure's fine, yeah. blah, 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 if she eats healthily, if she's not deficient in any kind of vitamins and minerals yeah. and things like that, then... Who's, you know. who's it to judge? Again, exactly. it comes out to people imposing themselves. Like, they? you know, if... Like, I mean, she's, she's absolutely gorgeous. She's beautiful. Who, like, she's incredibly beautiful. And all that matters is if she's healthy. And the same goes for when you see extremely slim models as well. Again, 100%. so long as they're not starving themselves yeah. to try they and look like that. have got a mental that. disorder, yeah. So long as they, you know, don't have any kind of eating disorders or anything like that. So long as they, you know, are actually taking care of themselves properly in, in yeah. eating, again the right foods and getting the right amounts of vitamins and things mm-hmm. like that that they need 
then what does it matter? Everyone, like I said, everyone's different size. Everyone's different. So who kind of cares? And in that sense, it's a good thing. It's a good thing that it's something that's actually made it get talked about by by her being on the cover. So important, yeah. It's created a talking point. It's made people actually start to talk about it and start to say, you know, well, you know, hey. is, you know, people are questioning, some people are questioning, is it okay? But the fact that people are questioning it and starting to discuss. Thinking and discussing. And thinking and then maybe saying, you know, well, oh, well, what is the largest size that you should go up to kind mm. of thing? At least people are talking about it kind of thing. You know, you go back it's a few start. years and it, it wouldn't have even been something that would have been thought about or talked wouldn't about. Wouldn't have happened. So, you know, yeah. The fact that people are actually talking about it now, thanks to that as well. That's right. Is a good thing. Yeah, even if they're voicing a negative opinion, they have the op- if they're talking about it, I guess they have the opportunity to be corrected and to mm. be taught better. Exactly. If somebody is saying, like, no, she's promoting obesity, you know, like I said, actually, someone might be able to then be like, counteract that. By the say, way, no. Well, not really. Yeah. And, you know, if she's perfectly healthy, then. What's the issue? And like There's I said, no issue. I think she looks great, but I'm not planning on going out and eating a load of burgers. Yeah, and it? it doesn't doesn't influence in that way. It seems so bizarre that they would say that. It seems it's literally just a dig, isn't it? It is. It's cry. It's basically a way of just trying to say they don't like it, backhandedly put yeah. it down without looking like a dickhead. Yeah, they're really trying. They're trying to not look like a dickhead about it, and but they are seem <laughs> like they're being nice in a way about mm. it almost and like they're almost like they're caring about the Back people the that fakery, are going to be isn't it? you know the people that are going to be reading it and looking at it when actually it's not it's not to do with any of that at all it's because they don't like it exactly that's literally <laughs> it Neri thank you so much for coming and speaking to me thank this you this has been fucking amazing awesome and so if people want to come and talk to you about body confidence or generally yeah. follow your work where can we find you well um, obviously I'm in Instagram yes. which is Nehru underscore SQ how do you spell that N-A-Y-R-U. Um, I have Twitter as well, which is Nehru Suicide. Perfect. Uh, Facebook is also Nehru Suicide. Um, I am, of course, on Suicide Girls, which is just Nehru. Have you got any new sets coming out soon or anything? Um, I actually have a set coming out in, I think it's one month, Woo-hoo! two weeks. I yeah, get in there. One month, two weeks, I think it is. So about one and a half months. Amazing. Which is going to be good. Yeah. Yay. Oh, thank you so much for coming and speaking to me. I had such a fun time and I learned a few things as well. Awesome. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you soon. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 